Hello and welcome back to the Bunch of Punts Betting Podcast, your specialist podcast for football long shot bets. If you're new here, what we're trying to do is to scratch the long shot itch. We've cast an eye over the English slate, EPL, then far down the pyramid as the bookies were letters, looking for an excuse to take on some of the shortest price teams on the slate. Joining me on this quest is Matthew O'Regan. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot better than last week, not hungover for once. I'm, I'm feeling professional today, so I'm, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, absolute trooper. I don't know how you did last week. It's the roughest I've ever seen you. So for those who are new here, let me explain the show. What we're going to do is we're going to come with our three biggest fancies from the weekend. Uh, we're going to pitch the case for these long shot selections. Then between us, we're going to whittle them down. To our favourite two, those will be on our naps. Although last week we had three naps, so the shackles are getting loosened a bit because it's tricky getting these long shot winners. And then to wrap up the show, we're each going to have a goal scorer pick each. Um, and then we're going to combine these picks as a double. This week's is paying out at around 59 to 1, so stay tuned for that. I'll not bore you with the profit and loss, but we are tracking all these selections. One point each will go on our nap. One point will also go on our goal scorer picks. And for that goal scorer double, we're going to put a 0.1 of a point on. For example, if it was a, a point was worth £10 for you, then you'd be having one quid on the goal scorer double. So small stakes. On the subject of profit and loss, Matthew, you've been working really hard to claw us back from the red. We're currently around three points down. I haven't had a single winner so far. I'm minus... 11 points but Matthew you are currently at plus 7.75 so almost 8 points that's a ROI of 70% incredible work who are you going to dedicate this success to oh no I'm, I'm humble but yeah Crew and Josh Stokes are do have a fun place in my heart right beautiful stuff oh before we get into it I've got a um, quiz question but what I'm going to do I'll new wait this time I'll wait this time I won't yeah. answer straight you just kept jumping in last week, but I'm going to change the structure because I've, we play this great game where we did one week at Sunday Club. What we did is we go to a random year in the Premier League and then we go to the final game and we pick uh, the final game week and then we pick a game and you've got to try and say all the goal scorers. That, so for, this will be the quiz question this week. It's 2005-2006 Premier League season. I'm four years old, but... You're yeah. not going to know. Nah. You're not watching Premier League years. Oh, too far. I'll give it a go. You can give it a go, can't you? And for you listener playing along at home, the game is Arsenal 4, Wigan 2. The season is 05-06. It's the Premier League final day. Wigan had a man sent off late for context. And the Arsenal scorers, they're pretty... They, they should be pretty obvious if you was uh, alive and following football at that age so that's the quiz question Arsenal 4-2 against Wigan in 2006 who were the goal scorers right let's get into it who are you having as your first pick so as you're aware because we were doing the prep before I was arguing myself for about half an hour I've been been struggling at first I only like one pick now I like three so mm. um, first pick I'm going to go Morecambe who are threes to beat Wimbledon at home Wimbledon's recent form, had they started the season very well, but recent form hasn't been the best. They just off the back of a 4-2 home loss to Accrington. Before this, they drew 0-0 away at Barrow, conceding 1.5 xG. Then lost 1-0 at home to Bradford, and then drew 0-0 away at Mansfield. Good result, but Mansfield had 20 shots and 1.51 xG. 
they ain't creating chances recently. They're, they ain't scoring. They're regressing a bit to last season's form after a positive start. I think they will turn it round, but I think Morecambe, they're going off at favourites at Morecambe's side who have won four of the last five, drawing one. I think Morecambe a bit overpriced. Um, uh, Morecambe unbeaten at home with four wins, three draws. They scored 10, conceded four in seven games. And yeah, Morecambe's form have been good. I mentioned how Morecambe unbeaten at home. Wimbledon unbeaten away as well with four wins and four draws with only three conceded. So battle of the unbeaten team. So you would say draw, but I just think this reeks of a 1-0 Morecambe. So I'm not jumping the gun and saying this is a podcast pick, but I've personally split a unit on no goal scorer at 11s uh, and 1-0 at 11s. And obviously an, an own goal and a 1-0 win will win it. Just like Morecambe's midweek was like Tranmere, they won 1-0, but it was a Tranmere own goal. So we've got two 10-to-1 winners in one game. They've also beaten Salford 1-0 this season so far at home. Andrew 0-0 at Hunter County. Wimbledon love a 0-0 away. They've drawn 0-0 at Barrow, Mansfield and Grimsby. And it's landed three out of eight, 11, uh, out of eight away games. So it presents value. And they've also lost 1-0 to Bradford so far this season. But that's just a personal play. But my podcast pick potentially is Morecambe at 2-1. to one. Like you said, we, we were doing the notes together before we started the show and I literally had no idea what you liked or what you didn't. You just sat there bickering with yourself. But... You sound pretty confident on this one, but with you tipping it up separate, I'm happy to leave it out of the show. I think another one that's going to get binned is my one of my picks here, Sheffield United, plus one on the Asian handicap, 17-4. to four. They travelled to the Emirates, and it's bad it's bad betting, it's bad tipping really because Sheffield United are drifting. The thinking is, though, United have been doing fairly well against the big six clubs. They haven't won, but they lost by the same 2-1 scoreline against Spurs, Man United and City. Eight goals conceded in the last 15 minutes this season, which ranks them first. It was heartbreak again on Saturday. Dow out scoring from range, and it's been a similar story because Rodri scored late at the lane as well for City. Woods, uh, I think he scored a header at the City ground for Forest, and Spurs scored twice deep into stoppages to beat United. The problem is, and, and you may point to the 8-0 against Newcastle, but that was in the absence of McBurney when he came off against... Man United at the weekend. That was when Old Trafford. Uh, that was when Manchester United really started to get on top, and it's because the blades are so direct. Without the big man up top, the ball just just keeps going back to us, and we get put under some pressure. But the thinking is here: if McBurney's fit, United have shown not just against Man United, who are a bit past it. Into they're, well, they've not been good under Ten Hard this season, but against City and Tottenham, two top sides. When they game plan and when they've got everyone fit, they can go toe-to-toe with these clubs. So one goal head start in the Asian handicap, that does mean we get money back if United lose by that 1-0 scoreline that's happened in all of their big six games this season. And if they get a freak result, we paid out. What do you reckon? Are you having it? Um, no, but I do see where you're coming from, especially if you look at Arsenal's results. So they are unbeaten the Prem, winning six, drawing three. They've only won by more than one goal on two occasions, two of their six. So you would have got a refund on four of the games, on four of the wins. They've only won by more than one goal in the game against Man United, which was quite controversial anyway, and then 4-0 battering of Bournemouth. So Arsenal haven't been blow- they Arsenal have been brilliant this season, but haven't been blowing teams away. And as you said, Sheffield United have been good against uh, the big six, but I, just, I, I think it's a big price, but I can't be having Sheffield United. I haven't watched them this season. 
absolute way out there depth. Yep. One point in nine, I just can't. I'm going to see if Arsenal score in the first 20, they'll, they should blow. They should blow us away, yeah. shouldn't they? Yeah, fair enough. I didn't think that one would get in, but if you do fancy United on the handicap, not a long shot, but you can get them with two and a half goals, head start on the Asian line. That's a shade of odds on. Well, a bit shorter, actually. 1.78 with Bet365. So two picks, none of them in the show. What have you got next? I'm nicking your pick from last week. Stockport score over 3.5 at 5.0 odds. Obviously, you tipped that last week at higher odds and it didn't win, so you might think I'm crazy for backing them at shorter odds. But they should have scored four. They missed a pen. Louis Barry, their usual penalty taker, decided to give up the penalty to Olafoe. David Challen after the game was fuming. Called it school ground stuff. And it, it was. It It cost us our bet. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Stockport, they've won 10 in a row in all competitions. They're absolutely flying. The most informed team in the country. I think they're like third, second or third top scorers in the country. They've scored two plus in nine of their last 10, three plus in five of their last 10. They may have only hit four four goals in one out of ten, so we're not getting value as per se on the pick. But as you said, the Miss Pen last game beat Wrexham five 0 at home, which just shows how good they are. Opponents Tranmere are absolutely rotten. Um, they struggled uh, early doors. Replaced the manager with Nigel Adkins. Met with a bit of criticism because he he weren't the best last time out. It just feels like one of them, one of them, you know, Mark Hughes. Tony Pulis, one of them appointments, been there, done it, basically trying to shut up shop and and survive, but he ain't even been shutting up shop. They've lost all seven away games. They've conceded four away at Wimbledon, three away to Crawley. And I think the worst away team in the league versus the team that's won 10 in, 10 in a row in the league scoring goals for fun. It's just a recipe for disaster. You've got Olafe and Barry flying with 19 goals before between them. You've got Sarsovic putting the strings behind. Kyle Wooten's back in a fold. He scored last game. And I just think Stockport's momentum and Tranmere's dire away form. Stockport will fancy their chance of racking up goals. So over 3.5 goals at uh, odds of 4-1, to one, I quite like. The case of the best side in the league against the worst side away from home. One of the worst sides away from home. The only thing is, I don't know if it's because I was stung by him last week, messing around with penalty takers or what, but Tranmere... Uh, Tramie have gone to Notts County. They only lost by uh, two goals to one. Wrexham only beaten one nil. Crew beaten two nil recently. Some of the best sides in the division haven't been romping the goals past them. And the the overs line it's it's a lot shorter, obviously, because of the quality of the opposition than what we took last week. And we stopped playing at home. And they haven't exactly, apart from that five nil against Wrexham, it's not like the blow sides are away regularly that they've just been really good at <laughs> winning basically and they, they seem to score two or three in the majority the majority of the games in in that winning streak the time the only time it's landed is the game against Wrexham but I've just been a massive hypocrite because I did back it last week and and it, it you it, you got to take those three goals with a pinch of salt because the some of the opposition they've been playing have been quality and Tranmere is by far you look at that recent run where they've been smashing the smashing the results in and Tramier are one of the worst sides they're going to face that they've faced in a few months but it's just that sticking point of that price I want to hear your last pick because you said you got three you really fancy so I do like that one and, and I want to go back in on Stockport because we was unlucky last week but what I will say so under Adkins first game away at Crawley lost 3-1 mm. uh, 3-2 sorry and this was just before Crawley went on their demise and 
lost 3-2, got absolutely battered for most of the game, 25% possession Tranmere had. And then their next away game got slapped 4-1 by FC Wimbledon. Yeah. And then next beat Bradford 2-1, but drew with Grimsby 2-1 at home. So conceding two at home there, Grimsby should have won that as well. Then they lost 2-0 away to Crew. Crew arguably, my mate was at the game, so Crew were unlucky not to score more than two. And then they lost 1-0 to Morecambe. And as I mentioned earlier, Morecambe don't score much. So no. under Adkins, they've lost four in a row in all competitions. They haven't been that good under Adkins at all. So under the new manager, like the, the, the results you mentioned, losing to uh, Wrexham 1-0, County 2-1. Salford, they lost 4 3 2. MK Don's away 1 0. They were all under the old manager. So under Adkins, they look a lot worse than they did under Dawn. Yeah, that's a great point. Cause, so, Croy scored 3, Wimbledon scored 4, Crew scored 2, Morecambe scored 1 in the 4 away games. And Stockport, well, they showed it against Crew last night on Tuesday evening, beating them 2 0. Crew didn't have a single shot on target. Stockport are streets ahead of Crew, and Crew are one of the better, one of the, I'd say, top five sides in the league. So, it's like. It's like smoke and mirrors, but if you're using that as a yardstick, then yeah, Stockport should batter him. But I do like it and I want to get on board with it again. I just want to hear your last pick. My next one, I'm sticking in with a South Yorkshire female. I'm going Rotherham. 7-2 to two with Skybet at Sheffield Wednesday. It's a bit of a rivalry, but you get the sense that it's only a one-way rivalry. That, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? So it's a big game for the Millers and not so much for Wednesday, although given the current state of affairs at both clubs, it's a must-win. There's positives for Wednesday under Roll. He took charge of the first game at Watford, narrowly lost 1-0 despite some positives from the game. They had a penalty... Overturned. I know it's clutching at straws, but I clear pen apparently. Yeah. I've seen it, but my mate said clear pen, so unlucky. Yeah, I thought it was on the highlights, but there's there is some positives. But Watford hadn't exactly been a great side this season either. But there's still that lack of creativity, struggling to create chances. They created one big chance. By definition, that's a a shot of over zero point three xg. Bit boring, but it it's sort of like what you expect a big chance to be. They created one of them and missed it at Watford in the next year of 0.38. And that just continues the trend that's been going on all season. They've created the second worst XG total in the second tier, second fewest big chances created. And then even then when, when they create them, they've got the second worst conversion of big chances rate in the division. So basically they don't create much and when they do, they miss them. I'm not confident on them scoring more than one goal against Rotherham. And they've also got the small matter of a trip to Plymouth this evening, uh, which is around six, seven hours from Sheffield. They do play Rotherham on Sunday, so they've got that extra recovery day, but still 12 hours travelling in midweeks, not going to bode well for a weekend fixture. And like I say, the rivalry is a bit one-sided. The Millers relish this game and they particularly enjoy trips to Hillsborough. They've only lost one in their last six, I believe. They've won each of the last two and three of their last four. But head-to-head is a bit of a flimsy argument. This bet's all about Sheffield Wednesday and the lack of creativity. I think the questions I'll ask myself is, can they score more than one goal in the game? Don't think they can. Could Rotherham potentially keep him at bay and nick a goal? I think they could. We've seen them do it at Southampton and such. So the 72 looked large for me. I like it because of how, how bad Sheffield Wednesday are. But 
it could be argued either way, either like yeah. whether it's a good excuse for a bet or not. The manager is an unknown quantity, so he could be he could be the best manager to. He's, he's, he ain't managed professionally, I don't think ever. So we don't know what the manager's like, but it, it's very toxic at Sheffield Wednesday. I always say that, but it is. And if Rotherham will go, and, Rotherham as it is Rotherham, they'll go and frustrate them. If Wednesday ain't bagged in the first 20, 30 minutes, the crowd will be on their back and should be a big crowd at Hillsborough. If the Hillsborough crowd are on your back, they will struggle and they might crumble. So I think Rotherham... But Rotherham haven't... That, it's just two awful teams playing against each other. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I do like it as well, that prize. So it's another one we can consider. Yeah. Not, not, not rule out, but consider. Yeah, we'll put a pin in it. So, back to the quiz question. I'm going to give you a clue. One man scored a hat-trick. The final goal was a penalty. I'm not sure if it was his last game at Highbury, Arsenal's old ground. He went on to play for Barcelona. Oh, Every week. Sorry. Oh. Every week. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Went on. Yeah, it was. Derry Henry uh, went on to play for Barcelona. Next, I'll give you another clue. The other goal scorer for Arsenal was a compatriot, another Frenchman. So... Those are the two clues. You just can't keep your mouth shut, can you? I won't say that one. Back to the bets. We haven't got any locked in at the minute. We've got four strong fancies, though. What's your next pick? I've got a feeling this is going to be your strongest one. And who do you reckon, what, what team do you reckon is that revolves around? Crew. Yeah. Um, I'm just on crew every single week. For CBK, for any betting site I can possibly be on, I'm on crew. Their favourites is this week which is rare for them but still ain't as heavy favourites as I've had, the, had them but the bet ain't for them to win it's for their goals now we at Harrogate crew to score 3 plus is at odds of 4.33 they've hit 2 plus in 13 out of 15 the only exception is their last game against Stockport and a 1-0 loss at Valley Parade against Bradford they've hit 3 plus in 5 out of 15 so 33% and the odds suggest an implied probability of 23.1, so we're getting value in that regard. Yeah, I just think Crew will want to bounce back after losing to their, to their rivals. They're, as we said, one of the top five teams in the league, and Harrogate are just, just not very good at the moment. They've conceded three and four in their last two home games. They've only kept three clean sheets all season, and that was against Donny, first game of the season, and we all know how terribly Donny started the season. Mm. Against a Morecambe side, who don't score many goals and had 10 men for half an hour, and aware MK Dons who had 26 shots. So even their clean sheets ain't been the most convincing. And they're facing Crew just score for fun. And I, I think, and Crew can't, Crew ain't been the best defensively either. So Crew, if Crew want to win, they will have to bag a couple or three, I think. And I think, yeah, and I just think on the counter, Crew excel. And I think Harrogate will come attack them. Crew do them on the counter. So Crew 3 plus at 4.33. Yeah, I'm just looking at Harrogate's recent form at home. Mansfield put four past them, Stockport three, Accrington five, uh, Wimbledon only managed one, but Salford scored two. And then looking up the list, Blackburn, I know it's in the cup, but they scored eight past them. Yeah. yeah I, 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 do you know when you were saying that, uh, when you were making the case for Crew, I, I got the sense that you like Crew the best, but when I was listening to it, I was thinking, I'm not sure I like Crew the best until you said Crew only way of winning is in a shootout, outscoring in a shootout. So I think that's convinced me, particularly with them being more suited to playing the counter. I didn't realise the other thing about Crew. They scored 10 goals from set pieces. Yeah, the, uh, Nicky Dimitrios went, I can't remember, I think he scored a brace in one game. I haven't, I can't exactly remember, but I think he scored, I'll get up now, I think he scored a brace in. Oh, yeah, he did. I would check in earlier. He has scored a brace. I think he scored five this season. 
yeah, he, he's just he's he's been in nuts goal scoring form. They're they're good from throw ins from corners. Yeah, he scored a brace at home to in the four two win at home to Newport. Scored against Mansfield in the two two draw. Threw uh, Wrexham away in a three three draw and Tranmere at home. He scored. He has scored five this season. Yeah, which is all. Oh no, the second most he's ever scored already. So, crew just a threat from set pieces, and they got um, Tabernier, Baker Rich, uh, Tabernier with the deliveries. They got Baker Richardson who could score. I just think crew just look ridiculously good this year, and I think Harrogate will really, really struggle to contain them. That's going in. I'm sold. It's, just it's crew anyway. Like the stats come back out, but crew have won us enough money, so we can't go against them. Do you know the other thing is crew scored the most goals from set pieces. They rank third, I think, for XG. Uh, no, uh, they've scored the most goals from set pieces. Pretty average XG, but and then guess who ranks second worst from set pieces? Harrogate. Harrogate, yeah. XG and goals conceded. So crew got double threat counter and set pieces. I'm I'm sold on that one. So the first pick in the show this week is crew. Did you say over two point five goals? Yeah, at four point three three. Wow. Yep. No doubt in my mind that's a bet. That's value. So my last pick. My strongest as well. I've done what you've done and save it till the last. It's Salford. I've got written down three to one at Barrow, but I looked at that last night. So they've shortened to fourteen to five, and that's with Boyle Sports. They're eleven to four elsewhere. They're <laughs> the shortening, which is good news because you got to follow the money in this game. And I suspect they might go off around the five to two mark. They've gone toe to toe with some of the big boys recently. Beat Crew, although that victory hinged on a controversial decision they were edged out in a five goal thriller against Wrexham Drew with Swindon 2-2 but I think the most telling result was the 3-0 on Tuesday night at Doncaster Doncaster who I thought had turned a corner or since the League Cup game with Everton really it looked like McCann had started to gather some momentum but Salford had come to town and absolutely battered them it coincides with the form of their big front man Matt Smith he's hammering in the goals he got another hat-trick in midweek I think that takes him to 12 for the season and 10 over his last sort of 5-6 games so he's in top form, as are Salford, the prize three to one shortening. Barrow, I haven't got much to say on them, but on when I look at the form, it doesn't make for the best reading. Now Barrow, very good at home last season, I believe. Yeah, Barrow ranked sixth at home last season. So I always had it in my in my mind that Barrow is one of them teams tough to beat. They came ninth last year in League Two, but they were seven. They only finished seven points clear of eighteen because it was that it was such a tight bundle. So. Barrow yeah. team in my mind, I always have them as tough to beat, but it's misconception this season. They're eleventh doing plodding along well, but they they rank eighteenth for um home form. So they they ain't been as good as I thought they would be. Whereas Salford away from home are fifth. Just looking now, fifteen goals away from home, twelve conceded. So their games again, like we said with Crew, had shootouts from three 0 two two, lost three two. They've been banging in the goals for fun and they scored two plus in their last seven. And Barrow, I don't think Barrow have it. Barrow did score two plus midweek, but Barrow at home ha- uh, have only scored two plus on two occasions. And one of them was against Sutton, who had 10 men for uh, 77 minutes. So I've, I think that price you have, Salford, just looks far too big with their form. I'm, ha- I'm happy to go with that. Oh, yeah, beautiful. So, the two naps this week, back down to two, it is Crew to score over 2.5 goals. You can get that at 10 to 3, so 4.33. And we're also having Salford. They're into 11 to 4, generally, at Barrow. There was 3 to 1 this morning, last night, so we're following the money in that pick. Now, 
Now into the goal scorer selections. I do like picking these. It just seems easier to find the value. I teased the odds of 59 to 1 for the combination. Matthew, any surprises with your pick? No, third week running, Josh Stokes. Backed him last week and he scored slightly bigger price, 5.5. But his goal, yeah, it was quite a crazy. All the shots were 1-0 down and then equalised and then scored like 30 seconds later again. So, And yeah, that made it eight goals this season for Josh Stokes. Staggering five winners this season. So he's he's a big, big player. Yeah, just always back him. And I don't see why it'd be any different this week. He's he's on to fire to score against a Dorking side who have been a bit better defensively this year. But last year were the highest, like, I think they're one of the like, top, at least top three worst defences in the league. As I said, lost four in a row, and one of that losses was to Horsham, two leagues below. They've just got injury problems. They signed Charlie Carter from Eastleigh, a midfielder, but just shows their luck after one or two games injured already. They've got no luck this season with injuries, Dawkins, so all sort of fancy their chance. And if they do, Josh Stokes or Lauren Talaj will fancy, fancy filling their boots up. But Stokes is, again, much bigger price, so Stokes at four to one. Not much more needs to be said. Yeah, I love the comparison of strikers in price because I think that's another good way of looking at where the value is. So that's one, that's Matthew's goal scorer pick. It combines with Tarkovsky of Everton uh, for a 59 to 1 double. Of course, we're taking the singles as well. Uh, West Ham welcomed the Toffees on Sunday, 1 pm. Now, it's, it was a, it's a bit of a tricky one because West Ham have sort of emerged as the litmus test in the Premier League in terms of. Good sides beat them, rubbish sides lose to them. But this is an interesting clash of styles because the onus will be on West Ham to take the game to Everton with them being at home. And with the two sides playing relatively similar styles, you look at West Ham's record so far and the only two games they've had the lion's share of possession was West Ham and Luton, uh, not West Ham, sorry, Sheffield United and Luton. Two teams we can all agree that are going to be relegation fodder and were no way equipped to deal with uh, West Ham or even in even carry out the containing counter attack that they uh, the two promoted sides wanted to sort of initiate. So in Everton, West Ham are facing a side who can contain and counter to great effect. So that's why I do fancy the visitors to get some sort of result. The reason I fancy Tarkovsky is Everton, unsurprisingly, are one of the best sides in the league from set pieces this season. But West Ham, second worst. XG conceded from set pieces completely took me by surprise. Uh, Mads Anderson scored against them in the aforementioned game against Luton. Off the top of my head, I don't know if any other centre backs have scored against them, but Tarkovsky has been surprisingly one of Everton's main sort of goal threat creative plays. He got a goal and an assist in one game a few weeks ago. Since Beto and Calvert Lewin have been signed, come back from injury, they've shared the the offensive burden with the centre defender but he still remains a prominent threat from set pieces so his price of 16 to 1 with Unibet appeals in a game where I think set pieces is going to be massive and the hosts are surprisingly poor at defending them so that's my goal scorer pick the pair that's Stokes for Aldershot and Tarkovsky they combine at 59 to 1 with Bet365 but I think There'll be some prices available in the National League with other firms in the player goal-scoring markets. They're not yet released, so it's worth having a check. We'll tweet it out if there's a better price available for the double. But, um, yeah, just be wary if you are backing it because there might be a better price available uh, closer to kick-off. So I think that just about wraps us up. Before we go, I'll just recap the selections. 
We're taking Crew over 2.5 goals at 10 to 3. Who are they playing again? Uh, Harrogate away. Harrogate away, yep. And then my official pick is Salford. And I've just forgot who they're playing. Salford go to Barrow. They are shortening. They're currently 11 to 4, genuinely. Then the goal scorer picked, it's that man from Aldershot again, Josh Stokes. He's at 4 to 1 with Bet365. And then I'm taking. Tarkovsky, Everton's centre back in their trip to West Ham on Sunday afternoon. That's at sixteen to one best price with Unibet, and the double Tarkovsky and Stokes paying out at fifty nine to one with Bet three six five. So, I think that's us done. Matthew, thank you for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, and we'll be back next week live together in person, either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday for another round of long shot picks. <laughs> <laughs>